Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Where Rodeo Meets the Road, brought to you by the Arena Press. Today our guest is breakaway roper Haley Williams. Haley's number one in the world currently, and she'll be coming on here shortly. As always, my co-host, Hannah. Hannah, what's going on with you today on Memorial Day? Oh, we're just hanging out. Nothing too crazy. A day off of work, hanging out. Um, it's beautiful outside, so that's a big plus. I was just going to say, it is a nice day. You know, it's a, a break from, you know, the, the clouds and the rain and the hail and all the other crazy weather we've been having here, you know, lately. But, you know, it's a beautiful day. It's what it's going to be about 80 something today. I like it. Yeah, I was to say I think it's like 85 here now. No clouds. It's gorgeous. Yeah, on a on a Monday. So, you know, what what are your plans for Monday? You know, anything special going on today on Memorial Day? No, just hanging out. Hanging out. All right. Yeah, just no pool, no barbecue, no pool, no nothing like that. No barbecue, no pool. Ugh. No, I'm not doing just anything. I'm not doing. Weather. I'm not doing anything either. I'm just. I guess <laughs> it'd be just a good day for a podcast. I guess you know what I'm saying. There we go. That's what we're doing today. We're recording a podcast. Yeah, and so you know, I was uh, at the Hood County stampede out in Granbury on Saturday night and you know when I first saw that you know it's close to me about 45 minutes or so and I was like you know I'm going to that you know it's gonna I, I don't have nothing to do and so I didn't realize it was just bareback that's all they had bareback riders and that was their go and I was like who's gonna be there you know who could possibly be there I, I looked at the day sheet and I'll tell you what that was the place to be. It was 36 of the top bareback riders in the world. Um, Leighton Berry, um, Rocker Steiner, um, Taylor Broussard, Dean Thompson, Keenan Hayes, Tanner Ross. I mean, it was deep. And they put Yeah, on, you're right in all of the top ten <laughs> right there. Yeah, I mean, it was like five or six of the top ten were there. You know, some uh, NFR champions were there. That place was packed, you know. And it's not like a huge arena. You know, it's on the smaller side out in Granbury. But I'll tell you what, those people were having a good old time. Oh, I'm sure. When you get to watch guys of that caliber compete, that's always a good time. Yeah, great time. And you know what I really liked about that? It was like... Uh, you could pay an extra $20 and bring your own cooler into the, into the rodeo. I was like, whoa, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that was the place to be. Yeah. I mean, if I would have known that I would have brought a cooler and just sat on it and took pictures all night. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, now I didn't, I didn't do that. You know, my kids, I entered the kids up in mutton busting and, um, my daughter, she's six and eh, she only went about 12 feet and that was the end of her. But my son, he threw up an 88 up on the scoreboard, and I was like, man, that was a great ride. He, never, he never let go. He was, I think he wrestled the, that old sheep down at the end. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, That's about, we talked about that. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, here. absolutely. So, you know, he, he didn't win. He came in second. But um, I guess consolation prize was a funnel cake, and uh, that made things all better. You know, it's just like whatever. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so, you know, Haley Williams, you know, she, like I said, she's number one in the world. She'll be coming on in here in a few minutes. I can't wait to talk to her about, you know, her career, getting into it, and where she is and where she's going. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like you said, she's absolutely killing it. She is way ahead of everybody else right now. I mean, she's won over $93,000 just so far this year, and second place breakaway roper is at just about 50,000 so she's got an outstanding lead on everybody right now outstanding lead and you know we're on the brink of being into June and summer run so you know anything can happen in the next few months you know and so it's going to be good you know in upcoming rodeo we have at least for me you know i'll be shooting at cleburne johnson county rodeo prca rodeo in cleburne and that'll be a good rodeo and um you know a lot a lot of things happening you know i'm excited about rodeo i'm excited about the good weather i'm excited about everything most excited to talk to haley williams let's bring haley on and see what she has to say hey haley glad to have you on our show where rodeo meets the road how are you doing today Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's Monday. It's Memorial Day, and it's not raining, and it doesn't look like it's going to rain. Hopefully this week we're cutting hay today, and fingers crossed that it doesn't get all rained on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, thankfully. We were driving to Fort Smith last night, and it was raining on us a little bit from Deadwood. Yeah, and, you know, it's love rain you know last summer it was so hot and dry and you know hay went to two hundred dollars a bale and geez it was ridiculous so hopefully you know things things change a little bit you know hopefully everybody gets a good first cut and bring that hay price down just a little bit i don't know if it's going to get back to normal but you know it's a little crazy right now that it is i think everything's kind of crazy priced right now Oh, yeah, but we're not going to get into all of that for sure about why <laughs> it's crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Haley Williams, man, I'll tell you what, rock star right now, I'll tell you. Where, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from, and, you know, just the basics. Uh, I was originally born in Amarillo. Now we reside in Comanche, Texas, and we, our whole family wrote just kind of a duo kind of grew up doing the whole rodeo situation so it's kind of a no-brainer just start breakaway open eventually when it became big enough yeah for sure you know coming from a rodeo family is an understatement you know your dad speed williams eight-time world champion um that's got to be you know what a you know a person to have in your corner to learn to breakaway to learn to throw a rope from is your dad how how much how did he influence you to get into the sport, or is it just something that you just said, you know, I'm going to do this? Well, originally, I didn't want to be a breakaway roper. When it first started, I was full-fledged team roper. There was, all I did was team rope. I had two or three good head horses, and growing up, that's kind of when I started. And then uh, when I got in junior high, I did the breakaway for all-around points. And so I kind of fell in love with it my seventh grade year, and, it took off my eighth grade year, so I've only been doing it, I'd probably say, competitively for four years now, like fully putting my effort and trying to do it more than break team roping. Right. You know, I read uh, a story on you when you were younger, you know, that you were playing softball, did a little gymnastics, and um, you went to an event, and you cashed your check for 2500 and 
from the softball tournament, you got a little small trophy, and it was like, hmm, I think I'm going to break away. I think I like that a little bit more than the trophy. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I, the check I won was actually in the team roping at that point. I was still, I had started junior high rodeo, so it was, okay. we had a weekend jackpot team roping with my little brother, and he we won a little bit of money, and I go to the softball tournament, we stay up all night and then sleep all day, and then not a very good situation. We had went to a team roping that morning at like 6 a.m. in Abilene, and then we had to drive to Midnight Madness for the softball tournament. And we were up from 6 p.m. to, like, I think 7 a.m. Right. And then we got to sleep for, like, five hours and do it all again. That I, None of us girls did really good with any change. And it was definitely a little bit easier to make a decision when you can go to a team roping and help pay for some bills. And then you go to a softball tournament and you get a little trophy. You don't know if it could buy your lunch. So <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit easier when you start evaluating those things. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll trade this little trophy for a hamburger. And now that's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, being a team roper, when did you decide to break away? Uh, I mean, I feel like dad has tried to get me to break away for a little bit. You know, we, I do some all, all girl ropings and we'd see all the girls that do both events and he'd be like, Oh, you're going to start a breakaway open. I was like, no, I'm good. And then when I started junior high rodeo in the sixth grade, he was like, well, you need a breakaway for the all-around points if you're going to do barrels, poles, and go tines. So I started a breakaway open, and uh, halfway through the season, he bought me an old mare called Sassy that we got from Shauna and uh, Shauna Cabinets. And she kind of made it easy on me, and I fell in love with the sport just because. Yeah, that's, I mean, the sport has just taken off, so this is kind of the perfect timing, especially for you, you know, you just out of high school you're young and this is when it's just exploding so tell us a little bit about just how fast breakaway is becoming such a big part of the sport of rodeo i mean it's pretty awesome you look back a couple years ago i don't know if you told any of the main girls that have been throughout the change of breakaway open that we'd be equal added money at majority of the winter rodeos and we're northwest growing the fourth of july we have equal added money at in a lot of the places so i mean it's pretty exciting our jackpots are growing the, you know the women's finals now is given sixty thousand for the winner so yeah and i mean you've done exceptionally well this year we were talking before we got on the phone with you you're you know you've won over ninety thousand dollars already this year um you did really well throughout the texas swing and all those big rodeos down here this winter and spring um but tell us a little bit about you know your wins so far this year and then what you have planned for the rest of the year uh i was pretty lucky when we got red light last i bought him as a five-year-old and then we kind of he had a surgery and so he was off for a little bit and my dad team roped and my little brother healed on him for a while just kind of get his mind off of just going fast in the breakaway and getting used to doing everything else and so i didn't get him until the beginning, I think, of 2021, and I actually flew up to Florida and just breakaway roped on him and hadn't roped on him in like six months, and we ended up winning first and fourth in the jackpot, and I'm like, all right, I think I'll take him back for a little bit, but I have him in the rig, and I've got a little five-year-old that I don't think any of the Cowboy Channel or a lot of people have seen yet, so I'm pretty excited to be able to break him out, and then I've got my two older horses at home that are kind of the faithful and steady if I have to bring them out. 
showcase their talents and their setups. Perfect. Um, are there any particular places you plan on going that you know you just can't miss? Some big ones that you're super excited to get to be a part of? I mean, your dad can, you know, like we talked about, he's been to all of these big rodeos and all the big exciting places. What are some of those that you're excited to get to go do yourself uh, now too? I mean, last year I got to go to Greeley, and that was an amazing experience. It kind of started off my 4th of July run with a bang, and then from the 4th of July, you know, it can be either humbling or it could be a super exciting week, and mine was a very humbling week last year for me. So I'm thankful that Greeley treated me well before we started that. I'm super excited to go back to the 21st of June, and then I got I got in Reno this year. I entered it last year, and it sadly didn't get in. So I think Reno is going to be a fun experience. And then, of course, like you got Mandan and Oakley City. Those are ones I've been to before, but I'm super excited to go back. They're always a good one. Yeah, and so, you know, back to Texas, you know, mm-hmm. you won Houston this year. And, you know, Houston's a big rodeo, huge rodeo. How did, how did that feel to win Houston? Uh... I mean, looking back on it, I can say that when you're in the moment, you're kind of rough. You don't really try to like let your think, yourself think of what it would feel like if you win it. I feel like I just kind of try to go make the best run I can on each cast and go from there. I mean, yeah, you always dream about, you know, that feeling. But for me, I can't let myself imagine it just because sometimes you're disappointed if you get second or third. And I had gotten third at all the winter rodeos thus far to Houston and so I was like I'm happy if I just place an average like and so when I got in the four-man round I was pretty excited I'm like man at least you know the worst I get is four so I'm still placing the average at all the winter rodeos so far so that was a I mean no doubt about it Houston changed my career and the latitude of how far I'm going to go this year and how hard but it's exciting feeling Knowing you won Houston, and I honestly didn't know how big it was until after, and then you have to deal with all the excitement and interviews and everything, and it's just kind of unreal experience and fairy tale. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like you said, you know, in the moment, you know, you really don't think about it, but you know, after you, you know, get home a couple, you know, next day, a couple of days later, you're like, man, did I really just win Houston? You know, that's it's just crazy. You know. Um, at 93,000, you almost assured yourself a spot in Las Vegas. How does that feel, you know, knowing that, you know, you have a, a really legitimate great chance of, you know, roping it in a far this year? It's pretty exciting. Last year, I actually sat behind the boxes and watched all the girls within a far. That's a feeling that you don't really like being on the sidelines if you, if you rodeo and you try to make it, which last year I didn't go necessarily hard enough to all the rodeos and do all the late night drives enough last year to make it but it was still something that you you know in the back of your mind you hoped that your summer went a little better and you had a chance of making it but this year pretty excited hopefully i won't have to sit out on the sidelines yeah and so you know being on the road you know hauling you know your horses around going you know rodeoing here and there what do you what is your go-to what do you have in that refrigerator that you absolutely have to go and can't do without uh we have the total feeds um i do i use that all the time i also 
have constant grass hay and a little bit of alfalfa in front of them. And then they have some lick tubs, and I've been using Equinity, and my horses absolutely love it. And they've gotten their coats are so shiny, and they're just filling out on it. So I'm super excited with Equinity. I started it, using it probably a month ago, and my horses look so good right now. Yeah, you got to take care of those horses. But what do you put in the refrigerator for yourself? Oh, I actually learned, I was talking to John the other day, and I can use Equinity on myself, so I'd probably say that. I started, I'm going to start using that pretty soon. I actually had to order another box of it the other day. So that is coming soon, and then I, Sean Scott, uh, does training videos for me. But I don't, I need to get supplements for myself besides Emergency C. Not that well at taking any supplements, so I can't say I have, like, a go-to. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of work to get to where, you know, to get to the top of of the standings. What advice would you tell younger junior girls that want to take on this path of being a professional breakaway roper? Oh, man. Uh, I would say... Don't let the hard times get you down because, I mean, I think in anything, if you're growing, you're going to have ups and downs in any sport. I feel like anything you're trying to get better at and improve, you're going to have hard times and you're going to have days that are not as well as you'd want, but each day is another day to get better. And that's what I actually have a couple girls that were having a hard time with the jackpot the other day. And for me, it was a... In the breakaway world, with the rapid growth that it's having right now, there are a ton of girls that that is all we do is eat, sleep, and breathe breakaway. And so if you're wanting to do it, I think you got to figure out your priorities on what do you want to do in your life. And if you don't know, that's fine. But just try to figure out, like, hey, am I wanting to go to college for rodeo scholarship or you want to have a different career? Then you have to just figure out what level you want to be and then work for it because – there's, it's a lot of work to get, to get competitive and know that you can place at any jackpot you go. And that's something that my dad's instilled in us that if you're going to do something, you're going to all in a hundred percent and there's no backing out. So for me, it's always been, you make your goals, you set them and then you work for it and there's no looking back. So, yeah, absolutely. And back to your dad, you know, how much advice does he give you on where to go, what to do, and this and that? Or is he pretty much just let you make those your own decisions and live and die by your own decisions? He's he's pretty much, uh, when I went out there last year, he kind of let me make my own plan, figure out the pace that I wanted to go, and it made it easier um, knowing that, like, I didn't have to have him enter in, and I knew the rodeos and how long a drive it was going to be because I think, for a lot of us, I mean, if you sit there and someone's like, oh, we're going to have to do an all-night drive, if you didn't enter that and know what you wanted, had to, wanted to do an all-night drive that day, it's a little more difficult to have that attitude that you want to go win and uh, not know. You know what I mean? you got to. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, are you, do you have a travel partner or are you just driving by yourself right now? So my mom goes with me, and then this year I'm buddied with Martha Angeloni. Ah, and Sarah. Yeah. I don't know how much Sarah's going to go, her little sister, but yeah. I think she's going to go enough, so it's going to be the three of us and then in two rigs. <laughs> That'll be a good time, though, you know. It'll be a good time. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and Haley, I just want to say thank you for being part of our show, you know, giving us a few minutes of your day to be on Where Rodeo Meets the Road, and we wish you all the luck for this season, and hopefully we will see you in Las Vegas at the NFR. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. Well, that'll wrap it up for another episode of Where Rodeo Meets the Road. Thanks again to Haley Williams for being on our show. And a quick shout-out to some of our sponsors, Smart Tack, Age Performance Stall Mats, Happy Animals, Allen Lids, and Kelly Slover Custom Trophies. Give them a look. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs>